Megan. This is Pretend Wizards with Raphael. John, you probably shouldn't say that. It's very bad. Roxanne. John always takes things a step too far. Brittany. God damn it, John. Dana. I feel like I have to yell at John now. And John. <laughs> redacted, 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 redacted nipples. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys remember what happened last week? Shira yes, died. I'm fucking dead. Shira's dead. Finally. Finally. Finally, it's been like 200 fucking episodes, and I finally like got fucking killed. Episodes. I've been trying really hard. 237. Finally, I can. Bye. I'm already wrapping up this sheet. It's on its way. Next I'm character done. is Moira. That's how she actually gets in the world. That'd be pretty dope. It would be. And then it turns out that Moira was trying to get you killed all along. Yep. <laughs> Wait, can you even play as an undead character in this? Is that fair? Can you Wait. play as an undead character? Yeah, we can force yes. uh, Shira to be can alive. I, be a I was making a joke about Moira being dead, but okay. Yeah. Wait, I want to be a skeleton no, now. Skeleton Moira? That'd be cool. Yeah. Skeleton Moira. Okay. Um, yep, Shira's dead. Do you guys remember what you guys are doing? Uh, we are in a painting. Maybe. We're, We're in a studio, and there's somebody like... Like dad coughing in the next room. Dad coughing. <laughs> I was told they might have tuberculosis. What? Blood. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. I just said they were coughing. You know, this isn't a turn of the century romance novel I mean, where wait, the moment did... somebody coughs even lightly, they have TV. Are they wheezing? I actually have yeah. no idea what, how you're coughing. And... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pat that off like now. Like, holy shit. He's, um, just he's just coffee. aging his character sheet. He's yeah. making fake aged character sheets. We used to do that. Yeah. Tea or coffee, like, looks cool. I'm, I'm pretty sure every... Burn the edges. I'm sure every nerd did that. Yep. If that you, was a lot of noise we just made. <laughs> yeah. sorry. John's like, let me make sure this is as noisy as possible. It's a, it's a fully great work. Start. Good fully work. Yep. Well, John's <laughs> sheet is now stained with coffee. Well, the character's dead, so it's not like it matters anymore. Gosh. I was gonna say the reason we think or, uh, the reason we found blood in like crumpled paper, so that's why we're thinking that is a very TV thing. The <laughs> but immediately she said paper. that I was the, like to cough into your your yeah. handkerchief and there's blood there. You know what? It's winter. <laughs> they don't have a humidifier running. They probably just got a bloody nose and oh, a yeah, little totally. bit of a cough. Like, give me a yeah, break. That's true. You guys are, the world just has to be so dramatic. Everyone's Watch, that's, that's going to be the truth. Oh, sorry, I just have a dry nose. <laughs> I hate the chilly weather. My knees. The bee's knees. Oh, you found my glasses, thank you. Okay. Picks up Shay and just puts her across his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lily just like holds her sideways and like just puts rests her. Rests on the bridge. Rests, uh, rests her on the bridge of his nose and she just stays there for some reason. Magic. Yep. Okay, go for it. Start, okay. Start this podcast. So, <clears throat> we're going to start with you guys um, and see how that goes. So, you guys... I mean, who else is there to start with? There's John falling through the said. abyss or dead. Who knows? <laughs> um, you guys are standing in a large, wide, uh, dusty old studio... The tall, like, two-story windows lining the room are oddly fogged and opaque. A light uh, yellow early morning light filters through it, enough to illuminate the room in a pale, um, in a pale dawn. 
but you can't really see out of the windows. You can't see where you are. All there is is the old, dusty, uh, wooden studio filled with uh, half-finished work, dust, and paintings in half-finished states all about the room. At the far end of the room, there is uh, a door, and behind it you hear labored coughing. The edge of pain on it. Um, hello? hello? Nobody. We're in your painting. Sorry to intrude. I knocked on the door, and uh, it was open. And none of those were lies. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. There, there's no answer. Just, there's just coughing. I'll just move towards the coughing. As you move towards the coughing, and you get like several feet from the door, you're gonna uh, catch it. Jeez. Yep, you're gonna catch the TV from oh, the painting. Sorry. I'm a hero. Get, get heroes fan- can't fantasy get TV. No, heroes don't get sick. That's a perfect reason to get you sick. Um, as you get like several feet from the door, uh, you. The coughing stops, and there's simply silence beyond the door. Now I'm just imagining. And now, back to Dweezil's right. turn. Dweezil, it's your second month of being bedridden and dying. <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> Absolutely nothing! <laughs> I want to try and eat a soup. Roll to eat a soup. Oh. I got a two! <laughs> okay, the coughing just stops, you say. Not uh, like, like stops like someone just shot somebody. It's just like, you know, it peters out. Okay, well, I'll just keep moving towards where the coughing was coming from. Okay, is anyone going with Tweezel or what? Yeah, no, you can check that out. I want to open a window. Ragnar doesn't want to catch fantasy TV. I definitely don't. <laughs> Taking a shade, checking out this, whatever this is. So, us three are going to check out. Okay, so uh, the three of you head over to the door. As you're getting closer, the coughing stops. Um, if you listen closely, uh, however, another noise it kind of like starts up now much more audible uh that the coughing isn't filling the air around you in like racking pain uh you hear the sound of sw- almost sounds like scraping can we open this door and see what is going on yeah i'm gonna Go open in. the door okay uh sapphire you like step forward and just open the door uh, it opens outwards, and you take uh, several steps into the room. You find a small room, not much larger than a closet, um, not much more room in it for anything other than a small nightstand on one side of the room uh, and a, a modestly-sized bed to the immediate left of the door that extends from the wall to the opposite side of the room. That's how small it is. The bed is simply nestled in there wall to wall. Okay. Next to uh, a tall window, similar to the ones in the other room. Bathed in the morning light of the window, inside the humble uh, splintery bed uh, covered in several large quilts, is a man, maybe on the older side of a middle-aged, what appears to be uh, just sketching in a small pad. Next to him lies a small, crumpled tower of uh, m- tissues that you can tell have been used more than once each. Uh, every so often, a telltale spot of blood amongst them. Very dry. 
Mm. Very, very dry. Told you. Really, he needs a humidifier. Does he, like, make any acknowledgement that we are disturbing him at all? No, he's he's just, he's still sketchy. He needs some fresh mountain air. Yeah. We should open the window. I'm going to go in and open the window. You're not even in the room. Yeah, yeah. The three of us being Shay. No. You didn't say you were going in. Yes, she did. Did you? Yes. I thought it was Bree. You were just like, I'm opening a window, not going in. But then they said there's three of us, and I was like, did I go? Yeah, so, yeah, see, you didn't say I thought you you were saying you were going. And then Uh, Raphael said three, so I thought, okay, so you're not there. I'm dragging Shay along. Yeah. Okay, so it's you two that are going. Does Shay give any kind of reaction? Shay is sort of like... Staring silently and tearfully, but not saying anything. Staring at the, or, the guy. Oh, she could be staring what? at the window. I don't fucking know. I'm Raphael. I, I don't. If only that window was open, he'd ridiculous. be okay. Yep. If only he's some fresh cold air yeah. in those lungs. See. Uh, I watch the maybe just shows the walk, the movies. Yeah. Walk to the bedside. Okay. Uh, excuse me, sir? Hello? Does it even seem like he notices that I'm there? No. Um, just see if I can touch his arm. Uh, you reach out and, like, touch his arm. He's wearing, like, um, a heavy sweater over, like, old ratty pajamas, uh, and... As your hand impacts it, it is, you know, soft, like heavy knit. You feel the warmth of him underneath your hand, uh, but he doesn't seem to react. Is he wearing glasses? Uh, At this moment, no. Is there a glasses case on his side table? (laughs) Um, Well, the side table is covered in, like, bloody... Uh, well, you wouldn't bury your glasses in the bloody tissues. You'd make sure to make the pile near your glasses. You wouldn't be like, well, never going to need those again because I'm dying. <laughs> Says Tweezel. You wouldn't, why would you bury your glasses? That's absurd. Even if you were dying, you'd need them until you were dead. He's drawn. Yeah. I push his hand. He's in the middle of drawing. I just... Go bleh. You bump his hand? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a reaction out Wow. Okay. Oops. Dweezil, uh, <laughs> um, you like grab his hand and like wrench it to the side as it touches the paper. Um, and it does move his hand, but it doesn't make like a mark on the, um, on the like drawing itself. And he doesn't. React to the fact no. that you moved. He doesn't react to the fact that you're incredibly rude. Okay. Eh. Your turn. You can try something. Put Shay on his face. Yep. Just like have her wrap her hand, like just latch onto his face like a face hugger. Shay, do you know who this is? You're making a weird face. Shay, like, nods. Okay. Well, do you know who is it? That's um, my dad. Oh, he's alive then. Shay shakes their head. He's not. But how can you be sure? It looks like he's right there. 
Shay has no answer for you. I'm just gonna pat her on the head. Hmm. He's not real. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Um, Why are we here? Who's we went, leading us around? We went through a painting. You. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is he drawing? Yeah, sure. What is he scribbling? What is the fake dad scribbling? Uh, fake dad, uh, you like walk around Sapphire Miller to get a better look at like what he's actually drawing. Uh, and you see he is drawing um, what appears to be a, a rough illustration of a child. Does it look like Shay, or is it just another generic child? It looks kind of like Shay. Some of the features are not exactly the same. Hmm. Um, Do you think he'd get mad or react if we take the drawing book away from him? No, I don't think so. Okay, I'm gonna be real rude and snatch the sketchbook. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. Uh, you just like you just gonna snatch it out like as fast as possible, or just like yeah. grab it. Okay. So you just the moment he seems to, like relax his grip even a little bit, like he's adjusting it slightly, like yeah. turning to the side and you know get a better angle on something. You like leap on that moment, and just <laughs> grab it and snatch his sketchbook out of his hand. Uh, now you're holding what appears to be a small, um. A rough book of generally blank paper. Uh, you're not sure if it's meant to be a sketchbook or simply what he managed to get, but uh, it's definitely pretty, like, pretty cheap. Uh, when you look back up, though, he's still holding a sketchbook and still working. <laughs> Is there anything in my hands? You look, look back, back down, and you look back down at your hands. Uh, yes, there still is. This place is real weird. Anyway, Shay, look. Look what the fake dad was drawing. Fake dad. Let's fake. look at it together. And I'm just going to plop down on the floor and start flipping through the earlier pages. Okay, you like flip away from the page that's currently on. Uh, there's nothing on the earlier pages. That's weird. Though the edges of them suggest that they have been used. Like they're... They're, they've you know, been like creased a little. They've bit. been like slightly Crumbled. creased, or like slightly torn, or they're a little dirty, but only the edges. There's nothing on the actual pages themselves. That's weird. Shay, when we were near the tree, and Sapphire was painting that painting, were you thinking about home? Shay nods. Okay, I I, I think this has to do with the fact that, you know. People can tend to just visualize what they want and get it here. So we're in Shay's imaginary world right now. Kind of like the butler place. Oh. Um, although that might be... We can look around more because she's not great at describing things, but we might be able to get more insight if we're just literally looking at things that she's thinking about. I'm going to search around more, not in this room, because this room seems a little bit empty. Over you two that didn't go into the room. 
I want to open up a window. Okay, so uh, you walk over to one of the large windows. Uh, they have like just like pretty simple, um, old like brass latches on them. Uh, you're not. I'm not sure if this feels slightly ominous for you. The windows are fogged over, uh, though the light is warm and yellow. It is reminiscent almost of like a winter morning. You can't really see past the windows. You have no idea what's actually out there. Brittany's stomach is out yep. there. I'm Brittany, you got to finish that I cinnamon hope the roll. Mic pick that up. It probably <laughs> doesn't. No. I'll, I'll just add some stomach. Just add some just stomach, stomach gurgling. Yeah. <laughs> just add some anime stomach gurgling. Yeah. Can I reach the latches? Yep, you can. But you have to stand on a table to do so. All right. I'm going to stand on a table. Okay. You... I'm going to laugh to myself. <laughs> <Short>. So tiny. <laughs> I can reach all of the dishes I on the top reach shelf. I can everything. <laughs> I'm going to touch the ceiling just because I can't. You reach up and like tap the ceiling like you're a middle school student. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, teacher. Dana's like, every dirt. Um, but it's so fun. But why? I don't understand. Because you like, you're all tall. You're it proves big, how tall you're a big you boy now. Mm. Every day I come into the basement and I touch the ceiling because I'm like, look at me. I'm an adult. John, how, how often when you finally could, would you leap up and punch the ceiling All tiles the fucking time. Every day to remind myself about how tall I am. Yep. Okay. Dana's anyway. like just thinking, you're like, oh my God. Dana, um, just try it once. No. Dana, no. do you have drop ceilings in your room? I can't remember. Like the the tiles, Maybe. acoustic tile ceilings. Yes. I feel like every like... Do any, does anybody Place. ever throw pencils into it? <laughs> Everybody throws pencils yes. into that. I think like the first year I was there when I had like an awful class, they would do that. Yeah, yeah. it's so fun. I, I don't think I've cut ever, it out. I've never quickly. thrown a pencil in one of those. Probably should do that. Yeah, anyway, I'm open the window. Okay, so you you pull yourself up onto a table. Yep, on my bucket list now. You pull yourself up onto a table uh, and reach out for the latches, um, pushing aside dust as you do so, and like start tugging at them uh they're they seem to be stuck a little bit like they're rattling as you pull on them but they feel jammed um bagna yes after i already climbed up this table can you come open these they're stuck (laughs) dad i can get it i'm strong not only is she short she's weak ha 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 Huh. Let me open these definitely real functioning windows mm-hmm. that definitely will open. Definitely. Okay, Ragna, you um, grab onto the windows and you start tugging on them. Uh, they resist a little bit. Like, they're pretty, they're stuck pretty good. Uh, but then you just give one extra hard pull. You hear something kind of like splinter and break. Uh, but then uh, it gets pulled open. A blast of like, Dust and grime going into like both your faces. Nice. Oh, you now why have did we you now have fantasy TV. Oh no! It's the exact opposite of what I wanted. I think there are actually rules in the DM's guide for like certain sicknesses too. Probably not TV though. You should probably not look those up. Probably not. I really should. The DM's guide is interesting in that like it has a lot of really funny specific rules that are just fun it's to like read you through. Have, like fantasy chicken pox now mm-hmm. we're gonna role play that so what's outside look like outside like the warm pale yellow light of sort of early morning simply extends out in an infinite plane of painful 
uh, blankness. So there's nothing else there? No. Oh, brightness. Okay. Up, down. Left, you look right. up and down, and below you, the room uh, sort of fades off in a weird, um, irregular um, pattern, almost as though the building had been sketched downwards. Hmm. Lines of the boards, like, go down past the actual substance of the wood itself. The wood itself grows simpler, uh, more expressionist, um, less less realistic, less fine details melting away to long, broad strokes of various browns until it simply fades into like the pale light of the area around you. Reminds me of like, a right. skybox. You can see the skybox. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can always see the skybox. It's just the... You can see no, the yeah, boundary but... of the skybox. Yes. Um, it's like always when you see like the weird... Or like when you see the weird like squares or stuff at the bottoms of skyboxes, which I'm not actually sure what that is. I really like to look at that stuff. Yeah. It's real cool looking. Oh, if you know clip in like uh, Half-Life, you can find like all the weird <laughs> like shit that they keep on the very edges. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, all of, like, Dr. Brenner's, like, where he's talking to you in the videos. There's, like, actually a tiny room in the level where he is. Um, Both of you roll a uh, perception check. Get ready for this horrible roll. No, Dana's actually good at this. I got a 19 plus stuff. Yeah. Plus I didn't eight. say that Dana was going to roll low. I was saying I'm going to roll low. I got a 10. That's actually pretty good for me these days. It is actually. Yeah, I got a 27. Well, gosh, you don't need me except for opening windows, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Not going to look at Dad. things. Opening windows you know and what? pickle jars. You find those windows with your perception and I'll open them. Yep. For You're a, a good team. team. Okay. Uh, both of you actually spot... Um, Uh, far in the distance, uh, there is something in just the blank light uh, around you. Um, quite far from you, uh, so much so that you can't even be sure what it is. You spot like specks of light amidst the light itself, it's just like motes, almost like small twinkling stars. Hmm. But there's no way to like really get to it because there isn't really. Well, I mean, there's no path, or at least there doesn't seem to be. What do I have in my pocket? What is in my pockets? What's in my pocket? Do you have like a I'm gonna, telescope thingy? Do you have a 747 Boeing jet? Uh, yeah, I do. Look, right here in my pocket. I have a little bit of bloody gauze. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out the window. Well, that that does allow you to get rid of trash. Yeah. So. You just, take the, you just take the take the gauze and throw it out the window. I think she just wants to see if there's a ground anywhere. Yeah. You watch I'm it assuming. flutter away from the um, the cabin, the gallery, uh, dancing through the morning light as it slowly drifts out of vision. It's too light. Is it, what's on the table next to me? Um, a few paintings. There's a painting of a small building. Several sketches of city streets. I don't think Dennis has interested in pick what's the on them. Worst no, I don't want to pick the uh, something that might be important. Um, no, it's there, not real. Is there a pen? Or, yeah, there is a. I was going to get this. What a if small it's a really array of, pen? Gosh. Uti- of not utensils of implements such as like some 
charcoal, there a an few eraser? pencils. Uh, there is an eraser. Is it a gummy eraser? No, it's a small, mushy, like gray eraser, formless. And not a gummy eraser? I guess those are the That's tan a ones. No, I'm, tra- I'm, I'm, I'm not like saying what it's actually called because only an artist is going to know that. So just... All right, I'm going to take the eraser and throw it out the window. Okay, you just grab the gray eraser and just chuck it out of the window and it goes flying off and you watch it fall slowly down into the light until uh, for a moment it becomes like something like twinkling and that's all it is and then it disappears from vision Hmm. far beneath you if you can find a bottle of ink that would at least splatter if it 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 hits something yeah if it hits the ground all right so i'm going to uh is there a bottle of ink there Uh, you look around the room and you do spot like several several you say yeah several like (laughs) it looks like there's like you know bottles of liquid you know some are Clear, like bottles of turpentine or oil, uh, but you this also guy's spot... just got jars of his own pee. That's what <laughs> oh, we're going to do. No. All right, so I'm going to yeah. take... Uh, but there's also, there is like uh, an inkwell, and then there's also like... He has been stuck in this tower. Large pails no of windows. paint. Ooh. So I'm going oh, to take... Um, start with something small, the ink. I'm just going to like drip it down the side of the house on the outside. Hmm... Okay, you drip it down uh, the side of the house. Um, it runs down the wood of the building quite quickly. Um, and it starts to go down where there's barely any building itself, where the sketchiness of the building starts just terminating into light. But it runs down along it um, as though there's still a surface there. And it goes down a little bit, and then it seems to pool on invisible nothing Mm. several feet down, like four or five feet down past the edge of where the building seems to stop existing. I'm only three feet. (laughs) Invisible landing. Hey, Ragna, how long are your legs? I'm going to stick my leggy out real far to demonstrate. <laughs> Ragna holds up one very, very nice ham hock. Please straddle the, the windowsill. <laughs> All right, I, I will look down and see what's going on there. Ragna pushed out the windowsill. You see uh, the ink has begun pooling uh, sort of against a surface that doesn't seem to exist at the base of this building. Okay, can I put my leggy on it? I mean, Your my big foot. toe? You want to, like, put yourself halfway out of the window yeah. and put your leggy on it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ragna, you put, like, yourself halfway out the building. You are immediately aware of how cold it is the moment you put yourself out there. You know, like, yep, painfully brisk, like, morning air. It cuts into you. It always hurts putting yourself out there, you know? <laughs> Oh, that was so fucking lame. Holy shit. You're the one who fucking said put yourself out there. So what? <laughs> so I'm just responding to what you said. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Can I uh, put my foot on this yeah, solid so, surface, perhaps? Uh, are you doing what Dana said and straddling it? Or are you, like, like putting your whole self out? Don't do that. I don't want to put my whole self out just in case it's not a solid thing. Okay, so you're so going to just try to like tap it with my foot, see if I, it'll hold my weight. Okay. Um, you like carefully like get your leg out of the window and like place it down where the ink is pooling. Um, you place your foot down on it and 
it feels odd. It feels like almost like stepping on something shifting and unsure. Uh, you seem to be able to put your weight on it, but it's like standing on... It's like almost like standing on magnetism, like that odd shifting feeling of something sort of solid. That makes no sense, but I know what you mean. You know what I mean, yes. Oh, the sensation uh... of force pressing against your feet that does not feel consistent, that slides against the bottom of your foot. Like a pillow. Um, what? No, that, that <laughs> Derailed I would... completely. No. Okay. Um, why don't you hand me more like paint and stuff? and I'll just kind of like try to map out a path by just splashing it. Maybe. I'm going to give her a big old bucket. Just He's going to grab bucket. a bucket and hand it? Yeah. Of paint. Of paint. Not Do you want to choose a, a specific color? Or? What colors are there? There's colors everywhere. Red, Mostly in like the me. very standard like, uh, you know. Well, I don't want it to like mix in with like the sky color. Very just thoughtful. Mm. It's, you just have to name me like a classic uh, paint pink color uh phalo blue oh wow she just want to get real intense <laughs> like especially against the yellow that's just gonna like burn mm, i'm gonna make a big swedish flag oh my god <laughs> i didn't even think about that is that's that why you said blue. they love it's not they love blue, but no, it's still I, no i yeah. just it's just the first color that popped into my head okay so uh you just like grab a giant can of phalo blue pretty sure she said a bucket can bucket same thing <laughs> um gotta use different words every single time cans and buckets aren't decided sorry shut up <laughs> um it's just like uh you know blue paint of like crusting around the edges like slightly running down the side and you just reach out the window and hand it to ragna are you like standing there or like you're still like kind of half in half out um i'm gonna put both leggies outside but i'm still gonna be holding on to like the the window what are you doing with the paint i have two arms oh okay so Unlike one Helly. hand on the window one hand at the paint yeah that's okay. rude he does his best listen it's the truth he was born in a couch okay that's my line <laughs> you're wow. defending Kelly now yes i have two arms one okay. on the on the house window and one holding a paint. Okay, so you drop your other leg like out of the window and like put your weight down on the I'm scared. On the whatever it is. There's not really even a thing to say what it is you're putting your weight down on. Um and you feel the nothingness like rock and shake under you. It's like trying to stand on the ocean. It's what it feels like. There is like a surface here and it's holding you up, but it is irregular and shifting like standing on a wind blowing up onto you or an ocean or an ocean okay or earth wind and fire yeah it sounds the band it's like standing like you're standing on a funk band okay um i'm gonna kind of start splashing the paint around me trying to get a sense of where this other the surface actually is okay uh you sprinkling it around a little bit ragna you just begin like splashing the paint around you like in vast swaths it like hits the ground and then um 
for a moment, like nothing really seems to happen. And then it begins to sort of like rock and move like uh, like water. Or a hurricane. We painted oh God. it into water. Okay, so it's still like a surface there. It's just not steady. Mm, it, or is it kind of like dripping like it's mixing with water? Kind no, of it very specifically looks like water. Like as you're watching like the blue paint of it like slowly goes from being just like a flat blue surface to like you see spot like small like textural bits of foam and starts to have like slight depth of color like light passing through like the surface of the ocean. So we literally painted some water. Yes, because we are on it the looks canvas. Okay, well, like why an- don't you give me some brown and I'll paint a dirt path then? I'm going to go find some brown. <laughs> okay, you look around and after a little bit you find like uh, some like sienna brown. Reddish and Give me a big warm. old brush. All right. I'm going to scurry around and I'm going to find her a, uh, a smock. A smock. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You you hurry around and you find like a smock hung up on like a peg on the wall. And then the bucket and a, a paintbrush. You toss the smock out to Ragna so that he can make sure not to get paint on his good apps. And then um, hand Ragna. It's like it's basically the largest brush you could find. So it actually looks more like a house painting brush. Hmm. That'll work. Was that it? I can't remember if there was anything else besides that and the paint. No, that was it. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Pia like hands the paint out to you. All right. I'm just going to assume that this is how this whack-ass place works and kind of just start rolling the ground and be like... Oh, you're using a roller. Actually, you did not say that, I, but I, in my mind it was a roller. I'm going to start fine. swiping the ground with the brush. <laughs> that's... Splatoon or something? Yeah. In my mind it was like... What you would use to paint walls. Right, right. Because I feel like that would be easier. I mean, but it would be no. easier, but also I... That, that doesn't use it like a broom. make a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay, like yeah. I'm going to just start roller. painting the ground in front of me to make a little, like, square, like, paint. Okay, you like, you paint the ground in ground. front of you, um, and there's just, like, a, a rough square of brown there. It doesn't begin like shifting and moving like okay. the spot of blue. I'm gonna put a foot on it and see if it feels solid to me. You put one foot on it. Um, it still just looks like a brown square, like that's floating in air. But as you place your foot on it, uh, it makes a uh, crunching noise, mm. like oh, a boot, yeah. like a boot on dirt. You feel it, you know, shift slightly on your foot in that way of like a dirt path. We should go paint on the guy. And make him look healthier. Yes. Give and him give some, him some rosy cheeks. A mustache. Yeah. Some lustrous. Nothing says health like a mustache. Paint, <laughs> health like a mustache. paint some glasses on his face. Ooh, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. When did anybody ever die with a mustache? That's true. Never I happened. Can't think of Never one. happened. You, your mustache disappears right before you die. That's how you know it's coming. <laughs> All right. Um, poor poor father, the mustache faded from his face last night. He doesn't have much time no. left. Call the family. Dear God. Okay. Um, How's your father doing? Do we have a way out of here? I'm going to paint a mustache on myself. Okay. With the brown? Yes. Oh, I think you'd want like a, a jet black mustache. 
It's okay. This is what I have on hand. I'm going to okay. say I'm painting. I'm making myself a mustache. This is what I believe this is going to be. You you say to yourself, mustache. 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 You say slowly lifting the paintbrush <laughs> to your face before just pressing it into uh, the spot below your nose. You feel the cold paint against your skin. If it turns into dirt, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> dirt face. Dirt stash. Dirt stash. Okay. Um, I'm going to take my dirt stash, and I'm going to continue painting a dirt path to these lights. So just, like, to, towards the distance? Yeah. Okay. Pause for a second. Did we have a way out? Did we come in through a certain thing? Like through a door or a window or anything? I mean, we How could we cut, to <laughs> cut to John now. Cut to John. That was dying. actually what I was going to do. Okay. Okay. John Smith. It's not who I am. I'm sure I fucking snow. <gasps> oh, no. Well, sure is dead. <laughs> yep. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, shit. you are just John Smith because uh, there is no Shira anymore. So I want to be a skeleton warrior now. That sounds oh pretty God. good. Okay, just all the meat comes off of Shira and you're a skeleton warrior now. Yep, Shira skeleton warrior. Shira's like, no, my meat! Shira, Shira mummy's alive. No, that's uh, fucking stupid. I just want to be a straight like up fucking alive? skeleton. Okay. Um, Can't turn into irons. Raphael, do you need to go get that, a coffee? That's a sorcerer. I want to be a warrior. So, fine. Some aggressive yawning over there. Yeah, big ass <laughs> I'm skeleton fine. man. There is coffee. Your eyes. I'm fine. There is coffee. I'm just real high. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, there ain't no coffee because I drank it. Well, oh, you, you, didn't, you didn't redo the pot as you killed it? For who? Yeah, it's pretty For late Raphael. to remake a pot of no, coffee. No. I will always drink more I coffee. I believe Raphael has said many times, I am I'm good. And I am good. If there actually was coffee, he would have gone and got some. Okay. So, uh, Shira, Skeleton you suddenly... You never passed out. You never went unconscious. You were never stricken into oblivion. But you suddenly find yourself like waking up, coming back into consciousness, having never been aware that you had lost it. It is as though you were not existing and then suddenly existing. Sounds I familiar. Panic and check my life. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds a lot like what happened when you went you under the Azoth, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It does. I'm going to panic and see if my bag is next to me, where the picture is. Hmm. Don't take this away from me. What? <laughs> All of your gear, you mean? Because that's what would happen if you didn't have your bag. I know. Um. The fact you're thinking about it is both rude and upsetting. Uh, Yeah. Probably if you hadn't even mentioned looking for your bag, you'd actually have it. I wouldn't be thinking about it. Oh, that's fucked up. Um, <laughs> You're a dick. You wait to punish me whenever I mention things. I'm like, oh, that's you why this you, curse you that have I to not like, mention I forgot that, about yeah. it. That's why you don't mention things. That's why you just say, of course I have a rope, and then you use the rope yes. you don't have. <laughs> that's why you do that. Um, yeah, you have your bag. It's fine. Oh, thank Christ. You uh, find yourself uh, simply uh, standing in a 
in just like darkness in like uh, a strange blackness that feels neither cold nor warm there's no sensation of air against your skin it almost seems like a blackness physically pressing against you like a sheet of darkness all right i'm gonna cast um uh my little lights dancing lights is that what you have Uh, i think so let me double check double checking my notes in my phone this is my phone notes checking thing while you guys wait for they're me like mezzo cookies. Do, 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 they're do, too do, brightly do, colored and I like can make lumpy. them brown. <laughs> Natural colored. <laughs> Wood grain colored. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you like marbled chocolate into mm. it, it'd be pretty good. Yeah, dancing lights. That's what it is. I'm if sorry. you marbled beef into it, beef. there we go. Be probably no. not okay, as good. Um, cookie. Shira, you summon up the magical power built into your blood, running through your veins itself. Um, The dancing lights sprout up around you, uh, moving and shifting in the air, but they don't seem to illuminate anything except you. Their light simply existing there in the shadowy darkness, doing absolutely nothing to it. Start walking. Okay. You choose a random direction and uh, simply start moving. And Wait moving. And Wait moving. I'm going to stop for a second. Oh, and then you stop for a second. <laughs> well, John's thinking that I might as well bring up the thing that I wasn't going to bring up anyway. We need to fill time. So yep. uh, there used to be a punishment for being publicly drunk uh, called a drunkard's cloak, which was a barrel... With a hole cut in it for a person's head, and then two little holes cut in it for their hands. And just look it up. It's a real funny picture. It reminds <laughs> me Amazing. of the armor, the barrel armor that uh, Ron made for... Oh, that's right. The, the barrel armor. The, for the Kia. Yeah. yeah. And there was another campaign where John made uh, uh, armor out of an armoire. No, because, it's because I thought... Because he didn't realize no, what an armoire no, was. you're an asshole, and you're like, oh, you see an armoire, and I like thought you were like, you I said, put it on, and you're like, okay. okay. And I thought you said armor, so I was like, oh, I'm going to put it on, and you're like, okay, John, you put on the armoire. You stand inside of it. And I was like, you're a piece of shit. And you just laughed at me for a long time. Because it's funny. Like you didn't even like you didn't even like say anything at first. You just laughed and laughed, and then you were like, "Yeah, you get inside." I didn't say armor. I said armoire. Really good. God damn it. Okay, so I am going to stop, and I'm going to uh, throw ball bearings in a 360 degree rotation, just like throwing them out to see where they roll, like one at a time. You're throwing them? Yeah. Okay. I'm seeing if, like, I'm just throwing it, this, like, in front of me, then I'm turning a little bit, then throwing it again, then turning a little bit and throwing it again, and seeing if it hits anything or makes any noises. Okay, you take out a bag of ball bearings and just begin throwing them around you, like, generally turning a slow circle as you do so, listening into the darkness for anything. Uh, You realize as you're throwing them, especially in the light of your dancing lights, that as you throw the ball bearings out into the darkness around you, 
at no point are they ever swallowed up by it. It was hard to tell before because, you know, there was nothing to see. But with the ball bearings being thrown out away from you, uh, they are perfectly illuminated the entirety of their path of flight. At no point they swallowed up by darkness. At no point do they even seem <clears throat> to get dim, like when they get too far from your dancing lights. They are perfectly illuminated at all times. Slowly you find yourself with a small twinkling cloud of uh, ball bearings around you hanging in the blackness, forming a strange uh, area of floating uh, platform in the blackness. As you're turning around and you've made a slow circle, you've already done 180 degrees and you're starting to turn to the other side, uh, the ball bearings seem to strike something in midair that you can't see and simply fall to the ground. Okay, so some of them do? Like the ones that I'm throwing right now are, are striking something. So I'm going to go towards that. That's literally what I said, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure I understand. So yes, I'm going to walk towards them. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. You uh, head forward towards how whatever... Many, how many bearings did I use? 360. That's not actually how ball bearings work. You realize that, right? No, I have a quantity. Like, I have an amount of ball bearings. I know, but, like, in general, like, as tools, you're actually supposed to always use a thousand every time. A hundred? hundred, yeah, a hundred every time. They come in groups of a hundred. Oh, really? Well, because, general, that's, they're not, I mean. I mean, you can use them any way you you want. That's just the the way you use them in a combat situation. Well, not a combat, but it's like you use them as, like, as a tool. I just say I use 20 of them. Okay, it's fine. Uh, so you uh, you head forward towards uh, as you um, get closer to whatever it is they struck, uh, you get within like about like five feet of it, and then slowly in front of you, um, a tree comes into view. Oh shit! Is it a weird tree or is it a regular tree? No, it's just a tree. Okay. Well, there's like you know. There's some weird-ass trees in this place, so I just want to make sure. Well, no, this is just uh, what appears to be, like, uh, a an old, like, oak tree. It doesn't have... It has, uh, it has like, uh, pretty unhealthy-looking leaves, um, old, gnarled wood and branches. Uh, at the base of it, you watch as the trunk heads down into hard, packed... Uh, dirt interspaced with like a good deal of like rock and like sediment. Okay, I'm going kind to... of like the like soil you would see in a cave. I'm gonna send my dancing lights to like surround the tree, and then I'm going to like look at the tree and see if I see anything weird or. The tree is like perfectly illuminated, as though it was in the light of midday. Uh, but you send your dancing lights around it anyway, lighting it up further. Along your feet, uh, slowly the ground is becoming visible as though light is being passed over it. But it's not happening at the same rate as the dancing lights are coming over. It's just sort of becoming visible. Do I see anything on the tree, like any writing or anything weird, like weird patterns on the the bark? No, it just seems to be like a tree. You know, it's an old tree. The wood is gnarled and heavy. Uh, As you're watching, however, uh, 
and like running your hand over it, like looking for something near the base of the tree, uh, down near your knees, you watch as a sudden bite appears in the tree. Like a, like a teeth mark? No, uh, a bite into the wood, like a, just a solid like slash, a chunk oh, okay. of it being cut into. Like something just cut into it? As if some sort of bladed implement just hit it, like hard and heavy. There's the sound of metal on wood. A cracking noise that echoes out into the blackness of the area. Do I see what's making that noise? No, like you just, yeah, yeah, you just no, see no, that I, happen. Um, I'm going to step back a little bit and then watch and see what's going on with the tree. You step back a little bit and you watch as the ground continues to appear around you. Uh, more and more like rock-filled dirt appearing in the area. Um, as it does so, you watch slowly as uh, a floating axe appears in the air next to the tree, swinging back and forth, hefting under its weight, slowly attached to it, two rough, hard-working hands, their knuckles large and gnarled uh, from a hard life. And slowly, a man appears to match these knuckles, his face careworn, but his eyes worn, warm, sorry. Uh, his clothes are worn, uh, but there is in general a feeling of warmth around him. Simply looking at this man with his long hair bound uh, behind his head, uh, you feel almost immediately fond of him. Okay, I'm going to walk towards him and... Uh... Excuse me, sir. See if he responds. He does not respond. He simply continues uh, working on the tree. Okay. I'm going to try and tap him on the shoulder. You tap him on the shoulder. Your finger um, against like the heaviness of his muscles, and you can feel the roughness of the leather of his coat under your fingers, but he doesn't respond. I try and, like, like before he swings downwards, I'm going to try and Raphael and hold the axe for a second and see if I can stop him. Okay. Uh, you guys have no fear when it comes to interfering with magical things. Not like that's ever bit you in the ass before. Um, I'm sort of in a real Name way. one time. Yeah, name one time where interfering with something magical went poorly. Fine. Name two times. <laughs> what else would I do? Sit in front of the axe, like chop me. Yeah, that's definitely the only other choice. Get hit by an axe. I'm gonna try and stop the woodcutter. Okay, so you uh, sort of grab the axe as like he lifts it behind his head to make a, a strike, um, and uh, roll a strength check. Oh, this is shitty. Oh, I didn't get dice. Wow, this is the first time. Holy shit. Mm, yeah, no, I'm good. I got a three plus zero. Okay, uh, it, he quickly just, like, wrenches it out of your hands, like, it's a strong, burly lumberjack man, like, it's, uh, the force of it was too much for you, you were surprised at it. You can try again if you want. Now you're like, oh, I don't know, you said you should, I shouldn't. No. You're too far from the mic. I know, I'm thinking. Well, you um, think next to the mic. Don't tell me what This is radio, you need to stay I'm next not. to it. Um... 
do with woodcutter man? He's chopping down the tree. I probably don't want him to chop down the tree. Maybe I do want him to chop down the tree. Help him chop down the tree. I could help him chop down the tree. But the tree might be important. The tree might be the tree that you guys were in. Mm. Mm. Don't kill us. Maybe I could just kill this guy. Yeah. That's Cheers, like, what that's could I possibly do? Kill? After. Kill the tree or kill the man? After careful consideration, I decided to kill someone. Um, I'm going to watch him cut the tree down. Okay, sure, you stand there and watch him work at the tree. It takes a little bit of time, but he works with efficiency and strength. An untiring, unflagging, constant stroke against the tree, cutting away at its base. After, you know, like 15, like 20 minutes of him just cutting this quite large tree, uh, he's cut through enough that he um, begins like pulling it down. The tree cracks and falls to the ground. Uh, He ties it up and uh, begins uh, dragging it away. As he drags the tree away, uh, he sort of exits the area on the ground that you can see and disappears into the blackness. I'm going to follow him. You follow him. Uh, There is a strange sensation as you do so. You lose track of where you are, of who you are even for a moment. You have a strange dreamlike sensation of disconnect. And then you find yourself standing in what almost feels to be the exact same spot you were before. And there is a tree there. And he is cutting it. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I guess I'm going to watch the tree man again. You again stand there and watch him work at the tree. This is not the same tree. His strokes are not exactly the same. Um, but it is still the cutting of a tree. And it goes much the way it did before. There is a make, rote, habitual nature to it. I'm a comforting ritual. Make a water axe and help him chop the tree down. Okay. You cannot... Oh no, I think if that's simple enough, that's fine. You make um, a, an ice uh, axe appear from the water canister in your belt, freezing in a rough, uh, heavy-handed method uh, with a bladed side at one end, and begin hacking at the tree like alternating with his swing so that you don't get in the way. Your axe like hits the tree, but it doesn't really bite into it in any, any way at all. It just sort of hits the tree. It makes a noise similar to how any axe would hitting a tree, but it doesn't leave any marking on it. But that's just because you're weak. Yeah, yep. that's probably true. It's like, oh, what the fuck is this elf doing? Does he react? Doing? No, he does not react. Hmm. I'm going to purposefully leave my axe bit into the tree once and see if he hits my water axe. Like in the way of his? Yes. Um, You kind of leave the axe in the like tree. Accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. Whoa. Accidentally. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, his axe like sort of strikes yours and it just shatters under it. Yeah, a piece of, uh, yeah, the, it's bullshit that the ice made of axe no. shatters. I wanted him to, the ice made of axe. The axe made of ice. Yeah, whatever. 
Ice made of Axe body spray? Yep. That'd be pretty oh, fucking ew. terrible. That'd be oh, no. <laughs> gross. It's the broiest oh, of so axes. Bad. I'm a bro from the north. <laughs> the strongest weapon we could create. We sacrificed many Instead bottles. Instead of, of a that. flask filled with water, you're just drawing axe out of an aerosol spray can and <laughs> turning it into like yeah. daggers and shit. No longer does your like depths work on water. It's just like axe body spray. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Draws the ladies to me and then I kill them. <laughs> That was that other part was unnecessary. Because I'm making literal weapons, axes, axes, made of axe. Okay, John. <laughs> Your eyes um, got real buggy there for a second. Yeah. Yeah, Raphael definitely doesn't need any coffee. He's also talking like five feet from the mic. <laughs> what about? Uh, fuck! I don't want to waste poison on this guy. Yeah, because that's the only solution here. Poison him. I'm thinking out loud. Fine, I'll just think to my fucking head and make this a really boring podcast. Um, Your thoughts are still going to murder. I think it's, I think it's the only actual answer is to, is to murder him. Yep, murder. That's murder. all you can do, Shira. Well, it's either chop the tree down or chop the man down. He's Those are the only choices, you. yeah. All right, I'm going to use my water whip to try and grapple the man. And pull him away from the tree. Okay. So, Shira, you make a whip of water and, like, lash it out at the man, having it, like, wrap around, like, uh, his body. And then you're just going to pull at him? I'm actually going to wrap around his hand. Like, when he goes mid-swing, like, whoosh. Okay. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones style, you wrap it around his wrist and... Pull it back. Okay. You, like, like pull it back. How dare and- you! I have to save this tree. Uh, yeah, Shira, all about saving the trees. Shira is the new Pia. It's our even though I'm not sure how much Pia cares about the trees either. What? The what? Huh? The what? Huh? I love trees. The what? The tree? Trees? Trees? I love trees. the forest. I think Pia just cares about the birds inside the trees. The, yes. The do trees have something to do with the forest? Because I love the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Pia, best best druid, knows everything about nature. I'm so good at it. Um, you like pull at his um wrist on his arm, like just trying to pull back on him as he's swinging. Uh, it makes like the axe go wide and like hit the tree very awkwardly, but it still makes the same noise as though it hit solid and true. And a bite still appears where uh the axe would have hit. Does it distract him or stop him? Not really. All right, I'm going to make another water whip and try and grab his other arm. So I'm going to whoosh, whoosh, and then try and grab I do not him. recall ever saying you could make two weapons at once. Oh, shit. Oh, I got my blade whipped, though. Mm. Okay, I'm just going to try and pull on his arm again, but this time when it's down. So instead of him being mid-swing, just try and yank him. Does your... So your blade whip... Does damage no matter yeah. what? Then uh, yes, I believe it does. Okay, I'm pretty sure it would because it's. I mean, yeah. it is a blade. Yeah, you whip. can't. You can't like just grab things with it without. Like I probably them. I could, but it's gonna do damage like with the yeah. teeth grapple yeah. into it. Okay, Shira, you're like I have to get serious, and you pull out your bladed whip. No, I'm still using the regular whip. I'm not gonna use bladed whip. That's fucked up. Try not to hurt this man. Oh, okay. So what are you? You're just undoing it and trying to latch onto. 
I'm just gonna like grab his arm. Like the, the whip's already grabbed onto him, so I'm just gonna like just like throw it. Oh, like I'm gonna turn around, throw it over my shoulder, and then just pull with all of my weight. Okay, Shira, you like turn around, like 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 lash it like around your shoulder, and just throw all your weight against it. As you do so, you spot something at the edge of the visible uh, sort of oval that is this scene, almost. Do I see? You see a person. What do my elf eyes see? <laughs> a person? Yes. What kind of person? Um, it's a sort of older woman. Um maybe like early middle-aged her hair has streaks of gray in it she is a sort of a solid um well-muscled like sturdy looking woman with like plain clothes uh she has mm, the look of hades town about her her um like Race is odd and indeterminate. Her skin, a slightly ashy color. Um, her, her, you know, features like hard and sharp. Okay, I'm gonna start to. How close is she to me? This whole scene is like roughly five feet from one side to the other. So, so she's relatively close to me then. Everything in this scene is relatively close to you. Okay. Um, I'm going to release the man from my whip. Okay. walk up to the lady. You walk up to the lady. She's just sort of watching the scene with like a mournful look on her face. What is going on? I. She has a mournful look. Does she answer to me? Like, uh, like Well, John, if that was a question to her, yes. like you actually needed to tell me that. Okay. I just yes. thought you were talking sorry. to me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So yes, I'm going to look at her and say, what's going on with him? What's going on? Come here often. Um, how you doing? How you doing? Um, you, she doesn't seem to respond to you. This is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, what like is she upset? Like, is she upset looking at him or at like the tree? It's very hard because they're standing like perpendicularly to each other. So it's like it looks like she's looking more at him. Okay. Um, how does the man seem old or no? I, I told you how old yeah, yeah. the man was. Sorry. I'm just, there's a lot of details I'm trying to think about right now. So how old is the man as compared? Like they're both similar age. Uh, the man is like older middle-aged and she's like early middle-aged. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to figure out is if they're related or if they're family or if they're. They have similar features. Okay. Um, I'm going to watch out this scene and see if she does anything in the scene. Okay. Uh, are you just just like staring at her or like I'm watching both? But I'm trying to pay attention to obviously something changed from the first scene to the second scene. So I'm trying to see if I now see her reaction to this because last time I didn't see anything. Okay. Uh, you sort of like stand off to the side a tiny bit so that you can see both her and like the lumberjack at once, sort of your gaze shifting between the two. As you're watching, um, eventually the woman begins to talk. 
her voice um, quiet. Uh, so she's not really talking to anyone except herself. But it carries through the darkness of this place and comes to you as clear as anything ever could be. Like everything here, lit and clear, even as soft as it is. And she says, I remember each time, each morning, each swing. And every time I knew there would be another, I always thought there would be more trees. And back over to you guys. God damn it. John, you uh, had a pretty long fucking turn, so. I was going to say that that was a good time to say and Thanks for listening. Really? Is it? Are you? Or are you just it's, ending us it, early? It's like a little bit early. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm about to collapse here. <laughs> okay. So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.